The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Thank God Mo's back. If you didn't hear me, thank God Mo's back. <laughs> it's, man, what a ending to last week, folks, and ending to last week. It's nice to be missed. Um, I can't hear me. We liked you okay. Yeah. You can't hear you or anything. I, I could hear you. I just couldn't oh, hear good. me. Now I can hear. Well, as long as you can hear me, I don't really see what the problem is. Because <laughs> I can hear you. You can hear me. We can have a conversation now. Whether you hear yourself or not. I don't yeah, well, <laughs> I think a lot of a lot of our listeners would probably agree with you. But anyway, <laughs> it's, um, it's nice to be missed. It's nice to be back. Uh, we're We're... We're glad you're back. How, how I, I, was everything? I see, I see that they didn't get West 7th finished while I was gone, though. Yeah, well, it's still not fall of 2020. So. <laughs> it's no longer fall of 2020. Therefore, it's just whenever. There you go. Yeah, the, la- the last date I heard was something like June of uh, 24. Oh, 24. <laughs> okay. All right. Because I, I threw July of 21 out to some folks and was laughed at. So Yeah, that's you know. not going to happen. I guess we'll just be surprised when it does. <laughs> so A lot of people they. will. <laughs> Clearly. So will the, the, the contractors. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be surprised, too. Yeah. To answer your question, uh, had a great time. Um, saw some pictures? Saw some pictures? Saw some pictures. I've not had a chance to deal with all of them, actually. But um, made it to Paisley Park. Um, for those that don't know, I've, I'm a huge Prince fan, and I've been in mourning, literally, over the fact that I never actually saw him in concert. And so kind of managed to fill a little of that void when um, Jody and I went to Paisley Park on Friday and did the tour, the ultimate experience. Saw. So, a lot of things that a lot of people that go don't get to see. So it was it was really cool. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, it was nice. I enjoyed that. So well good stuff. We're just glad that you are <laughs> back. Well uh, I hate that I was missed, but I'm glad that I was missed, if that makes any sense. Yeah, man, this light is really bright. I guess because it's not bright outside, so yeah, that probably has something. Your to do usual with it. backlight is a little darker. Yeah, it's really dreary looking out there. Listen, you drove through the same thing I did. Mm. Right before Saturn Parkway, you yeah. couldn't see nothing, and then right at Saturn Parkway, it was almost dry as a bone. Yeah, so. I mean, it was so because we were talking about how it just went from Del- deluge to nothing. to nothing. So weird. And did it a couple times on my way down here. In Oklahoma, we call those popcorn storms. It's ex- they just pop up like popcorn, yep. and then they go away. And then they go away. 
It was it was a weird <laughs> weird drive in. Sarah was like, "Man, this is the longest drive ever." And I think today it really was. It just felt like a really long drive today. So, of course, every drive from Bellevue is pretty long. <laughs> <laughs> is what it is, man. We we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. If you are on Facebook Live, uh, thank you first for joining us, and uh, secondly. We ask that you would go ahead and comment. Let us know you're here. Share it to your friends. Good morning to Sarah, who is nearby. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and share it. Uh, If you guys will like, comment, and share the Facebook Live, it will significantly increase the the news feeds that it is sent to, especially if you have uh, local friends on your friends list uh it's a huge help uh when you just just simply share it out or comment and uh, let us know that you're listening and watching and we appreciate it um if you're on wkom again we are always happy to be live on the (laughs) flamethrower 12 minutes past the hour hey mike Nice to have hey, you. Hey, glad to be here. Um, no, Mike Sanders, not Mike. But <laughs> well, I'm glad to be here too. But you also, know. appreciate hello, that. But also, <laughs> hi, Mike. Uh, good. <laughs> we had a we had a group in here on on Friday, Mo. We, I mean, it was it it looked like uh, a Good Morning or a uh, Inside Middle Tennessee group because we just had. Ten people in this room. Y'all just had a party, huh? Who, who all did you have? Who, what did I miss? Coach, Coach Dickinson was in here. Andrew was here. Clayton was coming in and out. We, me and Mike over here. We just we tried to figure it out, and we did. We got through it. Uh, it wasn't the best show we ever had. Hey, Kim, appreciate you checking us out as well. Is that Kim Raffoff? It is. Wax on, Raffoff. Exactly. Um, I'll tell you. We expect that there won't be any ball games played today, tomorrow, or even Wednesday right now. The The weather forecast not looking good for this week. Uh, well, I tell you what, if it's going to not look good, this is the time because you've still got time to juggle some things around and still get in what you need to get in to go down this postseason path. Uh, that's what I had mentioned to Mike on Friday. I said – it's a good thing that D two tournament was a week and a half long because <laughs> they're gonna have to they're gonna end up having to play half the games in about three days. Mm-hmm. It's gonna end up where they're gonna have to go to some some neutral side or there will be some some probably some losers bracket games played at a single site. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just because there's just too many of them. Um so that should be interesting. How this all plays out, but we will keep you abreast as best we can here on the show and on the website, sm-tnsports.com. And if you are a coach or an administrator involved in contests over these next few days, help us, help us help you. So many people out there need to need to keep up with the schedule It's very important. And, uh, we know your parents probably understand, but there are a lot of people out there who would like to come see your games. And if they don't know when they are or where they are, they can't do that. So that is why we are here to help. Certainly so. trying. 
<laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. We had some games yesterday. Had a couple of folks who were like, hey, it's going to rain about 7 o'clock on Sunday. It's going to start raining. so uh, and, and it may not stop. And it may not stop for a while. So why don't you say we get some games in? And so they did. Um, That was interesting. I got to go over to Independence where they played both baseball and softball, which is very difficult to do in Independence because the baseball team has a very loud sound system. So they're just playing music during the middle of innings, and <laughs> we're over here at softball trying to throw pitches, and it's it, it can get a little crazy. <laughs> so and the the area between the two very is small. a little tight. So if you're watching one game, you you got to kind of definitely got to keep your head on a swivel. Yeah, I, I really wish they would have just built a press box there, so you could watch, so I could go between both games. <laughs> that, would, that would have been nice. I've told you. Press boxes are not for the press. That's true. There's no room for press in the press box. I've been told that many a times. Yeah. By 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 PA announcers. <laughs> and I go, sir, did you do you understand what you just said? Can you replay that in your head yeah. and tell me how yeah. that sounds right? Th- think that think that all the way through. Yeah. It's pretty funny. But, but yeah, we will do our best to keep you abreast on the schedule for the rest of the week. You can find the updated schedule as best it is on sm-tnsports.com. Uh, you can find scores and whatnots from the rest of the week. Uh, looks like you got a couple of things that you wanted to to mention here before we get to the. I think we probably need to just push those down. Okay. Because we have, as you mentioned, with Sunday games, we got a little bit of a lengthy rundown, and we got a guest in the second segment who I don't want to cut too short if we can avoid it. Absolutely. So, well, with that being said, then let's give you. Today's Rundown. This is The Rundown. Today's Rundown is brought to you by Zion Christian Academy. Our friends at ZCA are are happy to give you a tour of their wonderful campus. Just visit ZionEagles.org or call 931-388-5731. Hoping that they will have some games today but or at least at one, least one at least one game but we'll see it's still on the schedule so listen up and you can find out who they're playing in the rundown in baseball action from friday afternoon it was coffee county defeating warren county 10-1 community defeated tullahoma 8-8-1 it was scotts hill 4 eagleville 2 hickman county I assume that's Hickman County. Yes. Okay, 8, McEwen 2, and Loretto defeated Richland 11-5. Brentwood blanked Cookville 12-0. East Hickman was a 3-2 winner over Hampshire. Fairview defeated Sycamore 13-2. Spring Hill on senior night, 7-4, a winner over Shelbyville. And Forrest blanked Cornersville 12-0. Summertown defeated Giles County 12-0. And in Division 2A, District 3, Opening round action. These were all doubleheader sweeps. Columbia Academy swept Providence Christian 13-3 and 6-0. Christ Presbyterian knocked out Franklin Road Academy 6-2 and 11-1. It was Grace Christian 2, Battleground Academy 1, and Grace Christian 11, BGA 1. Middle Tennessee Christian was 7-0 and 14-0 wins over Zion Christian. In softball action on Friday, Lawrence County defeated Rogers of Alabama 4-2. Spring Hill and Centennial played a marathon. Uh, it was a 5-4 win for the Lady Raiders in 11 innings. Lawrence County, a 16-4 winner over Loretto as well. Ben Rogers out of Alabama defeated Loretto 7-1. to 
Marshall County fell to Nolensville 4-1. Mount Pleasant fell to Wayne County 13-1. It was Columbia Academy 10, Donaldson Christian nothing. Grace Christian defeated Mount Juliet Christian 14-3. Middle Tennessee Christian 9, Nashville Christian 7, and Friendship Christian 10, Zion Christian 1, all in D2A Middle Region Tournament play. And boys soccer action forced edged Fayetteville 3 2. It was Franklin Road Academy 2 1, a winner over Columbia Academy. Grace Christian defeated Ravenwood 5 1. Loretto blanked Decatur County Riverside 3 0, and Page a 3 1 winner over Martin Luther King. In Saturday baseball, it was Smyrna 11, Shelbyville 7. Independence defeated Creek, Stewart's Creek 7 2. Forest down Cascade 17 2. It was Coffee County 9, Cookville 5. Eagleville Edge, Decatur County, Riverside 5-4, and Fayetteville 19, Hampshire 4. Lawrence County completed the county sweep of both Loretto and Summertown with a 10-7 win over the Eagles on Saturday. Tullahoma got a doubleheader win over White County 11-0 and 7-2. Richland with the Giles County Championship over the Bobcats. A 6-3 winner over Giles County. Page defeated Columbia Central 11-4, and Fairview fell to Community 7-5. In softball on Saturday, Forrest defeated Green Hill 11-1 and defeated White House Heritage 3-2. In soccer action, Columbia, after playing a draw on Friday night against Shelbyville, fell to Oakland 3-2 over at the Richard Siegel Soccer Complex. Central led that match 2-1 before giving up a pair of goals in the final four minutes for the loss. Uh, on Sunday, Spring Hill blinked Brentwood 6-0 behind a strong effort from Dawson Hargrove we'll talk about later. Ravenwood, an 11-3 winner over Independence, and in softball action, Dixon County defeated Independence 10-4. In today's scheduled baseball action. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Santa, Fe travels to, uh, Santa Fe travels to Fayetteville for a 5 o'clock game. Summertown is scheduled to play at Eagleville at 5. Cascade is scheduled to play at Richland at 5.30. At 6 o'clock, Independence is set to host Ravenwood and Loretto travels to Giles County. Also at 6, Columbia Central will host Stewart's Creek. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Flip that. Okay. Sorry. Columbia Central will go to Stewart's Creek. There we go. Uh, Spring Hill is set to host Brentwood at 630. Uh, Columbia Academy to host Grace Christian at 630. And Summit will go to Page also at 630. At some point today, Christ Presbyterian Academy will take on Middle Tennessee Christian in that D2 uh, District 3 tournament that they're playing. Theoretically. In scheduled softball action today, Zion Christian is set to host Grace Christian at 5 o'clock in... D2A District 3 tournament play. Also, Independence travels to Father Ryan for a 5 o'clock game. Mount Pleasant is at, fi- at Frank Hughes at 5. Kalioka hosts East Hickman at 5.30. Ravenwood hosts Spring Hill at 5.30. Marshall County travels to Richland at 6 o'clock. Yeah, in that uh, Division Two Middle Region Tournament mm-hmm. is Donaldson Christian at Davidson Academy. Clarksville Academy is at Nashville Christian. And BGA travels to CPA. Uh, none of those games have game times available, uh, but they all will be played today. In boys soccer, which may actually play in the rain. Yeah. Who knows? Um, Columbia Academy is scheduled to travel to Giles County for a 6 o'clock game. Independence goes to Page for a 7 o'clock game. And Columbia Central hosts Rossview also at 7. Greg Sidlowski is going to do everything he can to play today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> after, after Saturday. After this weekend. No doubt. 
Uh, so that's going to do it for today's rundown brought to you by Zion Christian Academy on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Man, that was a long rundown. I'm glad you told us to get out of that. Uh, <laughs> when we come back, we're going to talk with Oakland football coach Kevin Creasy. Um, he had an interesting weekend. He had an interesting weekend and I guess week and a half he's had. Yeah. So we'll talk about his uh, choices and where he's been yeah. over the weekend. So going to be a lot of fun. We'll talk with him on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint when we come right back. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. High School Sports and Beyond. It's on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Born and Joy. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, back with you here on this Monday edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Coach Mike on the controls, and we are having a, a good day so far. Despite when we got here, we didn't... We, we couldn't hear anything on our headsets because we had some missing cables, and that's okay. Life happens. Uh, Adjust, adapt, overcome. That's correct. <laughs> Think fastball and adjust, right? There you go. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. This segment each week is brought to you by none other than Farmer's insurance agent jason egley lawrenceburg native he's your local farmer's agent he would love to work with you educators coaches work with jason and you'll get a discount on your farmer's insurance he offers a special discount to our educators across the state of tennessee give him a call 615-250-2723 that's 615-250-2723 jason egley your farmer's local farmer's agent. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Now joining us on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline this morning, none other than Oakland football coach Kevin Creasy. Coach, welcome in and thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, um, 
Kevin, I appreciate you spending some time with us this morning. I know you got a little jet lag and um, you're over there, over there molding young minds at Oakland High School. But um, as I, you know, saw some pictures on your wife Katie's Facebook page over the weekend and um, noted um, Kyler, your son, spending some time with um, one of your former players. I kind of ferreted out. Um but there's a setup. Tell me how you spent your weekend. <laughs> well, first, I appreciate you acknowledging that I had to leave the classroom to, to get on this phone call because they said it was going to be pretty tough to replace me, but they were going to give me a few minutes to talk to you guys. Um, but, yeah, a little tired, you know, flight to uh, New Orleans got delayed on the way back. So, Well, of course. Uh, we, we got in about uh, a little after midnight, so – Bright and early was a little rough this morning, but uh, the trip was worth it. You know, I got to take my uh, 14-year-old down to uh, Louisiana to to spend time with his uh, one of his heroes growing up, uh, Jacoby Stevens. Jacoby got drafted in the sixth round by the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, and uh, it was one of those deals where, you know, we wanted to uh, let Jacoby know that we were going to be there for him, and, and uh, you know, it was one of those – uh, opportunities that don't come around very often. Uh, matter of fact, he's the first player I've had drafted, uh, you know, while I've been a head coach and I've uh, been sitting there telling him the whole time, you know, just let me know where the where the draft party is and, and we'll be sure to, to be there. And that's, that's something I told him when I'm of Kyler riding Jacoby's back. That's when we got here. He was he was about nine or ten years old, and and uh, you know, like I said, looked up to Jacoby, and uh, they've been buddies ever since. So it was a it was a good deal. Uh, he was happy to see us, and, and uh, we were happy to be there. You um, actually took a little time to answer a couple of texts from me Saturday evening, and um, I, I just mentioned that you know the the relationship between the two of you all and and his family that's that's really i just thought that was really awesome and and i said it shows what y'all think of each other that they would have you down and that you would go and you told me i made a promise to him in his driveway dropping him off from practice told him i'd no matter where it was i'd fly in and you know for a high school coach and a high school athlete ted but it's rarely shown and the the way that you guys have and and i just think that's a tribute to you and to your program and what you've been able to build over there well yeah i appreciate that like i said he's he's one of those guys that you know he was really good on the field but he's really good off the field as well uh we spent a lot of time together and you know it was before school after school uh you know it's you know a guy that never had a driver's license in high school so you know, it was always a coach dropping him off. Usually it was me. And, uh, you know, you, you get told as a teacher, you know, you don't need to be giving anybody a ride home because liability and all that stuff. But, you know, we kind of have an understanding around here. You know, some of the best relationships are built, you know, in the front seat of a car. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's sometimes in the morning when you're picking up a player at 6 o'clock, and, uh, you know, they're not exactly happy to be there. Sometimes it's after a rough practice where you kind of butted heads a little bit. I think I only made Jacoby walk home once, but <laughs> most, of the time, 
most time I gave him a ride. And like I said, uh, it's one of those deals where, you know, the whole family's close. Uh, his family, you know, respected the influence that, you know, all of my coaches had on him and, you know, getting to him where, you know, being a small part, but being a part of where he, where he is today. And, uh, you know, we felt pretty honored that the family would include us. And uh, matter of fact, they also included our school secretary. You know, he was real tight with uh, Miss Hodge. Uh, Linda Hodge has been our school secretary here for decades, and uh, they got real close. Uh, you know, I think he was a an office aide for her back in the day, and their families got close. So, yeah, there was a couple uh, couple groups from Tennessee that flew on down, and like I said, uh, it was one of those deals where you, you just didn't know where he was going to be drafted, and uh, it got a little hairy toward the end, you know, got a little nerve-wracking toward the end, but uh, we knew, you know, eventually – uh, he'd go somewhere, even if it was free agency. And, and he also understands that, you know, just because you get picked doesn't mean that you're on the team. So he, he understands he's got a ways to go and uh, a lot of work ahead of him. Speaking with Oakland football coach Kevin Creasy on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, who spent some time over the weekend in Louisiana. But, Coach, you know, when you when you talk about that situation where you're you're talking about kids who don't have a a ride home sometimes and there's just I, I I went through that myself where my dad and I took it upon ourselves to make sure that one of the kids that you know grew up in our neighborhood got to and from school and it really just shows the the dedication that coaches have to their programs and it's not I mean it's not just you. It's not just anybody. It's almost every coach. Uh, I think it's pretty great, and we appreciate that that you were able to do that. So that emotion, uh, seeing his name called, had to be something that it just kind of all comes full circle where you feel like everything you do as a coach is worth it to see your kids succeed. Absolutely. You know, uh, like Mo said, uh, a lot of people talk about it, but, you know, our, our staff tries to live it. And, uh, you know, we try to treat those guys that we coach, uh, you know, just like we would our own kid. And, and uh, you know, that's the good and the bad. Uh, but at the same time, you know, uh, when you see Jacoby run out and, you know, he hugs his dad, I mean, just tears of joy and, of course, at the same time, a burden lifted off of his shoulders, uh, you know, and it goes, you know, right to his mom, sister, and then she, you know, it's uh, right to Kyler and me, and we had a we had a good embrace, man. You could tell it was uh, kind of a, a long journey, a long time coming, and and uh, like I said, it was it was pretty awesome being a part of that moment, and uh, you know, knowing knowing how much time and effort he's put into it, and mm-hmm. You know, for us just to be a part of it, I thought it was pretty cool. Real quick, I, I want to switch gears just just briefly here before we let you go because I guess about a week and a half ago, we found out that uh, your schedule has been – is it full now that you have picked up yes. a final 10th game uh, against perennial Class 1A power South Pittsburgh? Right, yep. Yep. What it's, went into uh, that decision to be to, to play South Pittsburgh? 
Well, you know, uh, most of the time you, you have your schedule finished way well, before. Well, they were available. <laughs> yeah. Last week of April is not usually a good time to be picking up teams to play. And we had kind of made up our mind, you know, that it was going to be a, a nine-game season. Uh, that was unfortunate for our seniors especially. You know, it's kind of like this COVID season. You know, we picked up a game on a Wednesday mm-hmm. uh, after practice just to play to give our, you know, our seniors another opportunity to, to play uh, and, and wear their, their Patriot uniform. So, you know, same thing here. Uh, I think it was a deal where South Pittsburgh didn't really uh, have many opportunities uh, at opponents. We had both a, a terrible date. October 22nd is is almost impossible to find a game anyway. And uh, I could give you a, a long list of, of people that we've called in several states. And uh, so we, we've, you know. You mean, fo- you, you mean folks aren't itching to play the defending Class 6A Tennessee State champion? Well, you know, that's the thing about it. I, I give credit to uh, South Pittsburgh and, and their new coach. And, uh, you know, Vic Grider and I had talked about it a long time ago. And, and uh, you know, he thought that he might be getting out. So he was like, I'm not going to do that to the next coach. But at the same time, uh, you know, we know it's going to be a good matchup. It's going to be great for the fans. There's going to be a lot of a lot of people go through the gate and, you know, uh, uh, we're playing on a Thursday, so a bunch of people in, in the area can uh, go watch. Uh, so it's going to be a great, great atmosphere. And, then, you know, like I said, I give credit to, to Hendersonville. They've always uh, seemed to be, you know, ready to play us and, and open up the season with us. And CPA, you know, also state champs, uh, a smaller school as well. They're, they're willing to play us over fall break. So, uh, there's a lot of schools between us and South Pittsburgh and us and CPA that, that turned us down. So, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, unfortunate and, uh, more, you know, more, uh, schools that are our size, but at the same time, those guys realize that, you know, as long as no one gets hurt, uh, you know, it, it's nothing but positive things that come out of that stuff. Uh, you know, playing a quality opponent, uh, we learn a lot about ourselves and they learn a lot about their self as well. Now, is this a home-and-home, or is this a two-year contract, or what is this situation, Kevin, with South Pittsburgh? With South Pittsburgh, it's, uh, right now it's just a one-year deal. We're going to their place, and uh, you know, I think it's going to be another one of those deals where we're going to have an opportunity to try to find someone else the second year, and they will too. And If it doesn't work out, then we'll end up playing each other the second year as well. Okay. All right. Um, speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Murfreesboro, Oakland, football coach and as i said defending class 6a state champion kevin creasy and going back you you mentioned that jacoby was your first nfl draft pick as a head coach but he'll be what the third third guy on an nfl roster to come out of that program since you've been there is that right behind emmanuel and josh well emmanuel and josh actually played for tommy mcdaniel uh they were gone before i got here but yeah both those guys are you know they're they're both on NFL squads and uh, and doing really well. Huh? I didn't realize that neither of them played for you. Yeah, yeah. The only other NFL guy I got is Carson Tinker. The mm. year I was at Riverdale, you know, he's long snapping with the Giants. Long snapping. still, so, yeah, ex Alabama guy. Yep, yep, and that's a great, great story. story. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no question. No, well, well, congratulations and. Um, Again, great that you and, and Kyler were able to be there. And, and I would imagine that's got to be a little inspirational for him. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's it's pretty cool to 
to see the guy you looked up to uh, reach his goals. And, you know, Kyler's got his own goals. And, uh, you know, he saw all the hard work it took to, to reach those. And, and uh, you know, hopefully he gets uh, more of his mom's traits than he does mine, you know. Hopefully that DNA runs more toward the Dillahaye family than it does mine. So maybe he could, uh, you know, be a little more athletic than, than his dad. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Kevin Creasy, Murfreesboro, Oakland football coach. Um, appreciate you spending some time with us here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline and here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today, and we'll be catching up. I appreciate you guys having me. Uh, you know, I, I got old – Hornwald roots, so uh, you know I always try to tune y'all in every now and then. We appreciate it. Yep. All right, man. Get back to class. Keep molding those yep, young sir. minds. I'll do it. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> Thank you. You too. That was fun. Kevin Creasy on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline joining us here, and always a good time. One of my all-time favorites. When you talk to that dude, yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about some of the games that happened over the weekend, some of the big performances, and some, some off-field some developments. Folks, some folks who are going to be going from one place to another. Got three of those mm-hmm. coming up on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stick around. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Got some exciting stuff to talk about, and we should probably alert you to some some signing information. I think this is going to be really good for Columbia State. I do, too. I think this is going to be really good for the Lady Chargers. And it's nice to have a little pipeline. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Janice Bailey, the only senior member of the Columbia Central girls basketball team from this past season, um, signed Thursday with um, Gwen Burton and the Lady Chargers of Columbia State. And like you said, kind of creates a little hometown pipeline there. Um, Janice didn't have great numbers for Columbia Central, but I think every successful team kind of needs that, not gender specific, but that glue guy, you know, that person that does a lot of the dirty work and, um, you know, just kind of has those intangibles that kind of hold a team together and, 
you know, she's going to play defense. She's going to rebound. She's going to facilitate within the offense, but she can score when necessary. That's what I was going to say. It, her numbers weren't necessarily a, a, you know, a byproduct of her ability. It no, was the fact not that at all. you had Josie Parks and Janiah Riley, and <laughs> you had a lot of scores on that team. And, and she didn't have to be the primary right. scorer, but, you know, if you, you could not take a defender off of her to shade to either Parks or Riley because she could hurt you. Right, and, exactly. And she developed a three-point shot over the course of her career. Um, you know, she came back from a torn ACL as a junior, and, and, you know, I just think she brings a lot. And and I think that Gwen Burton is going to be pleased to, to have her, and I think it's going to be a great step for Janice. So really happy to see that. Yeah. A couple of ad- – Additions to that Tennessee Valley Prep Valley Boys Valley roster. Boys with a Z with a Z. <laughs> I, yeah, we might we may as well just go cover their games. We may have to. <laughs> I mean, because <laughs> they're going to be Columbia Central South, aren't they? The, these guys will be the third and the fourth um, as wide receiver safety. Well, both these guys, wide receivers slash safeties, Stephen Kennard and Jermaine Moss. Both signed on Friday with um, Tennessee Valley Prep out of Huntsville. Um, Kennard was one of the top receivers in the Southern Middle Tennessee sports coverage area this past fall. Um, Jermaine was a 2020 graduate, so he he's he's been out of school for this past year. But they both um, signed Friday with with Tennessee Valley Prep and. Um, as we spoke about Carter Sidlowski and Justin Buckman and Justin Buckman a couple months ago, great move for both these guys, particularly in the current climate that we're in with, you know, this bottleneck of kids coming out of high school and trying to pursue collegiate athletic careers in the midst of a pandemic with all of the eligibility tweaks that have taken place and the, the bottleneck of talent that is, that's been created as a result of that. I think prep school is going to be a much more attractive alternative for a lot of kids that were maybe on the borderline, maybe didn't get the offers or didn't get the offers that they thought they should have gotten. This keeps their clock from starting Gives them but an opportunity gives, to build up some hours. I was about to say, yeah, that's that's the key is it gives them a chance to build up some some hours. If if you're gonna, yeah, I, you'd pull the mic down if you were gonna. I was just gonna tell you, unmute, unmute yourself if you had something to say. Oh, okay, just making sure. Uh, I, I just didn't want you to to not yet. Okay, I'll get there. okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. And finally, um, huh. finally, but last but not least. No, this is an interesting one. Yeah. Um. Former Mount Pleasant football coach Bronson Bradley is moving north. Um, he has accepted the offensive coordinator position at Springfield High School. Um, he'll be working with Dustin Wilson up there. Springfield has become one of the top 4A programs, certainly in Middle Tennessee, if not the state. Played in the state finals, what, two, two years, years ago? ago? So, 
he's headed up there, and I imagine he'll be taking his wing tee with him. Can't imagine otherwise. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch Springfield running running up you know the wing tee offense. I don't know what they've been running, but um, I would imagine they'll be running. Wing and and you don't hire Bronson, it, you don't hire Bronson Bradley to to bring the spread to you. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. think. I wouldn't <laughs> think. I, I, and, and I will say, uh, after working with him as a, as the middle school coach that fed his program, and he was very gracious about letting me come up there and, and work with him a little bit. Uh, his wing tee is a little bit different than than the other people. It's a it's a it's kind a of a single wing. Yeah, almost. it's more of a it's more of a single wing, and and there's a lot of unbalance to it. It really stretches. It really makes a defense make decisions that the defenses are not comfortable making. Well, they're not so, used to making them. Yeah, right. They don't right. Have so to. they're not comfortable with it. It's a it it looks balanced, but it's really an unbalanced set. Yeah, and it's kind of old schoolish, like you said. It's kind of. Yeah, a morph between the wing tee yeah. and the single there's, wing, and, and they the, run a lot the of direct snaps and, and that spinners, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, the spinners and stuff like that. He originally <laughs> set up, uh, he didn't have a true quarterback. He had two guys that were equal distance there behind the center, and he could snap to either one of them. Right? And yeah, we was, did that too. Uh, yeah, oh, never yeah. mind. Hard, hard to get a key on the defense. Mm-hmm. We had we had six. We. Part of our our play call was six different snap areas: one, two, three, four, five, six, depending on which quarterback. And if the play was going left, you snapped it to the one spot. If it was going right, you snapped it to the six. If it was going at the middle, you snapped it to either three or four, depending on which quarterback you wanted to have the ball. It's a whole ordeal. Uh, you have to have a really good center. <laughs> and when I say, I mean a really good center. Uh, one that's applying for the road scholarship. Yeah, you got to have a really good one uh, to, to be able to run that offense. So, anyway. A side light to this is Keely Bradley will also be going to Springfield. That's true. She will be. And, um, one of the top taking shoot, her talents up take, north. Yeah, exactly. Taking her talents to Robertson, Robertson County. County. Yeah. Hope she don't want to go get a Hardee's burger. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not letting. That, I'm not letting that go. <laughs> They'll probably find some mom and pop spot up there that's better than anything uh, you know about. So yeah. Um, congratulations to the Bradley family. Um, hate to see them leave the community, but wish them the best. Obviously. So yeah, for sure. Uh, so we got five minutes left. Let's go over a couple of big performances from yesterday. Independence fell to Dixon County in softball action, like I told you, but they did hit three solo home runs. Um, Morgan Brown, uh, Leah, Leah Oubre or Oob Oob and McKinley Webb all hit homers for the lady Eagles, but they only hit solo shots and it just didn't quite work out. Didn't Uh, add up. Also, you were mentioning Spring Hills continued resurgence late on the baseball diamond. It's I'm telling you, what what did he tell us earlier? Only May matters, and Spring Hill has certainly made May matter. Come, they've they've come on as of late yeah. with a six nothing win over Brentwood last night. Jackson Marbit with a two run shot, I think. Yeah, and Quint Miser had a three run homer. Dawson Hargrove went six innings, struck out thirteen. That was that that gives him twenty eight strikeouts in thirteen innings this past week, and eighty two Ks in eight games. That's solid. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
our end to win life team of the week from last week, Lawrence County defeated Summertown. Uh, pretty big win there as well. Um, the Burlesons, <laughs> Grant went two for three with a pair of RBIs. Gavin drove in three runs. Grayson was on the bump in that first inning when they gave up seven. But I got a feeling his youth is going to – It's he's only going to get better. <laughs> I, want to, I, I want to drop back to the Spring Hill game okay, for just sure. a second because – with that win, they got to eight and seven in District Eleven AAA play, twelve and twelve overall after a dismal start. Right now, they're sitting in the four spot behind that Ravenwood Brentwood Summit triumvirate. So that would get them a host a home game in the opening round of the tournament if that holds up. And they are um, two games up on Dixon County in the loss column. So should be. Shouldn't have any issues then because I don't think anybody's going to be playing the rest of the week. So <laughs> there you go. We'll see how that goes. Yep. Um, Columbia Central fell to Page uh, also on Friday night and like on on uh, on senior night. Quint Miser uh, took a pitch to the body and gave his team a five four lead <laughs> in the fifth inning. And uh, Brantley Whitwell was three for four. Brandon O'Brien had a pair of RBIs as Spring Hill beat Showell seven to four. Uh, in softball action, Cat Carter, 19 strikeouts. Stop me if you've heard this before. Uh, but it was 19 not, strikeouts in 11 innings, though. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's still a lot of strikeouts. <laughs> uh, and. Um, Columbia Academy, Tory Duvall had five RBIs in their middle region tournament. Win Half over, of them. Yeah, in their 10 nothing win over Donaldson Christian in that tournament. Uh, and then, of course, we told you about Zion Christian falling to Friendship Christian. Um, Rebecca Hazard had the lone RBI for the Lady Eagles going two for three. Um we could, we we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Victor Ramirez though from Columbia Central Soccer, who had a couple of goals. Uh, for the lines, first one assisted by Cameron Smith, and the second one gave the lines a two-one lead in the fifty-fifth minute. But um, they Oakland late. I don't know what happened, but I would love to. Oh, oh, I, I I know what happened. Oakland's pretty good. I understand that, but and, I I mean just, I, and they probably just wore wore out a little bit. That could bit, be. But it yeah. just that that's a tough way to lose to, to give up two goals in the final three and a half four minutes to. Uh, to get out of there so anyway appreciate you guys hanging out with us here in this first hour if you missed any part of the show it will be available on sm-tnsports.com a little bit later coming up in the second hour we're going to talk about the titans draft and get uh, mo's thoughts because he wasn't here to give us his thoughts we'll talk about the braves who stink uh, we'll give you this damn braves history and plenty more we'll have Plenty to talk about. If you have something you'd like to talk about, shoot us a message on Facebook or Twitter at SM underscore TN Sports or Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today on Facebook. We'll be right back 